Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of the Mystery on the Rocks Do Hollywood. Um, if you've not listened to us before, we're a podcast where we drink cocktails and solve unsolved crime. That's it. There's nothing else to it. That's, that's sometimes, the sometimes they're aliens. Sometimes, sometimes they're aliens. they're not crime. Turns sometimes out there was something crime. more to it, Masood. Okay, there's something more to it. Let's try that again. Welcome to Mystery on the Rocks. It's <laughs> the show where blah, 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 Sometimes um, they're solved. Sometimes they're sometimes they're <laughs> Welcome to Mystery on the Rocks. It's, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Welcome to Mystery on the Rocks, where we are here. Mystery on the rocks. Oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks. Yeah. Mystery on. The Rocks, yeah. Wait, hang on a second. Who's just walked? Is that is that the listener? It looks oh like the God, listener. Oh my God! Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank. Grab a hey. seat. What do you want to drink? Oh, they've bought their. They've bought a big three liter bottle of white lightning. Well, oh, enjoy. Our plastic plastic bag full of tins. Is it great? Okay, then there you go. Do you want to see? Uh, what our other co-hosts? Yeah, is up I want to see how yes, the kit's getting uh... on. She's lost a little weight this week, but do you want to know something? Yeah. What? She's so strong. <laughs> so strong. If you are just listening to podcasts for the first time, that whole bit with Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit is a dried-up bit of lettuce I found three weeks ago on the floor in my lounge. I want to know what everyone's drinking. Uh, let's start with you. I... What are you drinking? A Negroni. Ooh. What are you drinking? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Negroni. It's just a Negroni. And I'll tell you for why. Because I had enough sweet vermouth left in the bottle for one Negroni. So I went, I'm having one. But Masood, I have a yeah. question for you. Mm-hmm. If I were to make a Negroni with dry vermouth, is that bad? Um, it's a I different drink, right? You'd have a different drink, Ooh, yeah. What is it? So what, dry vermouth? Because I've got loads of dry Gin vermouth. and Campari. Mm. Don't know what that is. I know that the white Negroni isn't made with Campari. It's made with dry vermouth and something else, but it's not. I'm going to look it up and we'll get to the bottom of this. Oh, a Cardinal. Oh, a Cardinal. Yes. Cardinal. <laughs> a Cardinal. It says it's a lighter cocktail. Well, you know what? At some point in this podcast, I might run off and make myself another it. one. And yeah, do it dry really now that I know that that's a thing. What are you drinking, Masood? Oh, this, uh, this is a white lady. Oh. Um, I was, I was, I was. You calling it a Karen? <laughs> hey. 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 Perfect. She looks like she wants to speak to the manager. It's a <laughs> she doesn't a like this. Sh- after a couple of these, I fucking will, mate. Did that drink see you in the park? I want to call the police. <laughs> yeah. She it's said, "I Karen. don't." She said, "This isn't a race thing, but there's a shifty," and then she mouthed. Like that. <laughs> she went, there's a shifty and, and the, the, gentleman the deaf voice <laughs> yeah she's like uh, she didn't quite do the consonants and only barely the vowel and she said he keeps putting his mouth on me which is bad don't do that 
now. But it's a, but it's fine because it's a drink. <laughs> I kind of tuned out of the metaphor a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, why is Masood necking on this woman? No wonder she's calling the police. And then I remembered. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a drink. Karen, Karen, no. <laughs> um, so it's gin. It's um, a little bit of orange liqueur and lemon juice. That's it. Really How wonderful. It's really nice. It's definitely the sort of drink that after a few of these, you would 100% be both telling the manager off whilst you're dancing on the table of the establishment and saying, oh. this is my song. Oh, none of you, don't touch me. That's it's definitely that. We're putting money behind the bar, actually. <laughs> yeah. Without us, without us, you wouldn't still be open. Yeah, you're right, because it's fucking 3 a.m. So Al- Alison is now. getting married three weeks on <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, good. Great. I didn't know you guys were at my 31st birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, perfect. That's a perfect reenactment. Don't get off me. I'm a woman and a human. I just wanted to have a night out with my fucking friends. Why are you being a fucking bitch about it? You're just a security guy, Steve. Because it's five in the morning and this bar has been closed for three hours. Steve, How can we Steve. take what you're saying seriously when I can see... That you cut yourself saving this morning. There's a bit of blood in your neck. <laughs> what are you drinking, Chris? Uh, I've bent the rules a little bit. Maybe Chris? broken them. Maybe broken them. Uh, Big this, glass of piss. This yeah, was, are you drinking a child's blood? What are you... What no, no, no. <laughs> this was three fingers of rye. Yeah. Mm. The reason I'm drinking three fingers of rye will become apparent. Ah, nice. Okay. I like it. Okay, oh, I'm excited to find out why. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's, let's fucking do this. So we've, if we're, for those, if you just tuned in to the to the Hollywood series, we're doing basically a Hollywood series of, I guess, mysteries, unsolved mysteries in Hollywood. From we started in the twenties, mm-hmm. and so we're now moving forward. So we're we're sort of are we out of the twenties now? We're, well, we're yeah. Now... So last last week we were in nineteen twenty four with Thomas Ince on uh, William Randolph Hearst's yacht. Um, Sweet. In the meantime, Randolph what, Hearst. Yeah. What's okay. happened? Hearst? What's happened in the meantime is that uh, Hollywood as an industry is really ground into gear and you know a couple of years after um thomas ince died uh, a massive technological leap forward was made when they were able to release talkies talking talking pictures talking pictures chatty pictures uh, the first one was 1927 which is obviously the jazz singer but uh, it wasn't really until 1929 when they started making them properly like mm. en masse between 1929 and about 1934 there was mm. something basically the films that were made then were called pre-code yeah. pre-code yes. No, pre-code was um, before censorship, uh, really. Oh, they couldn't really shit. enforce movie censorship. They decided to start reinforcing it in 1934. Yeah. In, like, all films made before 1934 were all just like, you fucking fanny, and then a bloke would just wave his dick and balls around. <laughs> He'd just start windmilling in the middle of the screen for 10 minutes. <laughs> Maybe not quite as extreme as that but yeah just so one there was, ball there was more profanity you people could break the rules of society in films and not suffer consequences like scar like scarface the original yeah scarface there were lots of gangster movies um, oh, yeah. uh, and then also this is quite what well, this is what i found interesting uh, um and it kind of is what we were talking about when we were talking about birth of a nation obviously that was 1915 but mm. it's not like people didn't think it was racist back then but we all assume mm-hmm. right, that it was like but no people hated it because people were actually a little bit more progressive than we gave them credit for because oh, before yeah. movie censorship came in before the pre-code stuff they had 
really strong female protagonist oh. that would sort yeah. of like live the lives they, they, they wanted to. So there was a film in 1933, it was called Female. Yeah. <laughs> which is on it made by incels. Female. It's about a woman who is a, a, a business owner. She's a, a wealthy business owner of a large automobile company. She's hard driving, no nonsense. <laughs> she uh, she has a romance with a bloke, but she doesn't want to marry him. Yeah, Whoa. go on, you cat. Go on, you There's cow. another one called Babyface. Oh yeah, Babyface. Uh, that was that was again a, a woman who takes what she wants. She's very strong. I've never heard of female. It sounds great. Uh, yeah. Nineteen thirty-three. Uh, okay. There's another. Uh, there's another one called Redheaded Woman. Uh, it stars Jean Harlow as a woman who uses sex to advance her social position. Hot damn! When censorship came in and put a stop to all this, maybe censorship has played a massive part in the way society was shaped from then from then on. I was just Certainly thinking that as you said that, it's like mm. maybe censorship kind of also went like, well, women can do that now. And it's kind like, of, oh, kind of. Uh, but, so that's what pre-code is. So we're existing in between this time, 1929 to 1934, because when talkies came about, there was a lot of movie stars that couldn't transition. So like uh, Buster Keaton, he got very depressed and went to alcoholism because oh, he, he couldn't- he was a silent movie star. Yeah, yeah, so he couldn't, he couldn't really make yeah. it work with dialogue. But one actor who actually became better and more famous because in the silent films, I'm not saying sexism did not exist because women mm. were hired for their looks, as was our subject today, Thelma Todd. She was Miss Massachusetts at the, oh, age, of, at, at the age of 19. Oh. So she was born in 1906, right? So in 1925, yeah. she was Miss Massachusetts. She went to Hollywood, she got discovered, and she started getting put into films, but really just to look pretty. Okay. But yeah, she's beautiful. The advent of sound, turns out she could really act. Oh, wow. Yeah. She had a great speaking voice. It was really earthy. She became like one half of the female Laurel and Hardy. Uh, wow. She was um, paired with an actress called uh, Zazu Pitts. Yeah. It wasn't. She also was like an all-rounder, so she could uh, she could do um, dramatic roles as well, and not just yeah. not just comedy. She was riding quite high. She opened up a, a restaurant that was really popular. It's nice to know that started fucking nice and early. The uh, <laughs> celebrities opening cafes. I thought it was just a fucking Bruce Willis and Schwarzenegger and Stallone Bubba thing. Gump shrimp. And she yeah. lived, she lived in an apartment above it. Uh, she'd been married to an agent, Pat DeSico, uh, but they got divorced in 1934 and she was seeing a married film director. Uh, Roland West. <laughs> Roland West. Oh, yeah. and, um, okay. I was about to say William Desmond Taylor, but obviously it wasn't him. Uh, uh, anyway, on the morning of December the 16th, 1935, she was found dead. Oh, shit. In her car inside the garage of Roland West, her married lover. Oh, shit. Okay. Now, okay. Uh, the official cause of death uh, was carbon monoxide poisoning because it was December. She'd been locked out of her apartment and... Roland West with his wife, Jill Carmen, they only lived 50 yards away. So she'd walked from the cafe because she couldn't get into her apartment up to his garage, uh, got in her car, turned the car on to keep warm. The garage doors were closed and she died of carbon monoxide poisoning. A uh. couple of things wrong with that. Thelma Todd wasn't an idiot. She was a really, yeah. really yeah. smart woman who loved her cars. She would have known that would have killed her if she'd done that. Yeah. And I think this is something. When This is from the, the LA Times, the Los Angeles Times, this contemporary article. Coagulated blood marred the screen comedian's features and stained her mauve and silver evening gown and her expensive mint coat when she was found. Oh, Apparently shit. her nose was bleeding and a couple of ribs were broke. Yeah, well, that doesn't happen when you die of if you, yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning. If you, put, if you get carbon monoxide poisoning, you're 
whole body explodes. Everyone knows that. <laughs> it is just red inside the car. Just, in, just It's like in Cloverfield. She was found by a maid, May Whitehead, who worked for Selma Todd. And the maid whose duty it was to go to West's garage, where she'd been keeping her car, where Todd had been keeping her car, and she was to right. get the actress's machine each morning, so she was supposed to drive the car down. She notified uh, a guy called Schaefer, who was the manager of Todd's cafe. Yeah. He summoned a doctor, Dr. J.P. Sampson. Oh, fuck, another fucking doctor. Was he a, did he work in a hotel, this fucking guy? <laughs> I'm a hotel doctor. Dr. Sampson expressed the opinion that she'd be dead at least 12 hours. Oh shit! Was he? I imagine it's it's that old school doctor with the ba- with the headband with that oh. big mirror thing on their head, yeah. smoking a cigarette like. Yeah. With so to, the maid had to drive the car down. Was that so that his wife wouldn't know that she oh. had been staying there, or did the I wife don't, know? I don't, I don't. I don't know. The wife probably knew, which is motive, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Thelma. But then also, it's you know, a s- swinging Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is the other thing. So, like, a lot of people wouldn't like um, were known to have mistresses. Maybe it was just sort of yeah. Like fairly open also, mind. she wasn't. I mean, she was young. She was in her late twenties, but she was in her late twenties. She wasn't twenty. Going, I just want to have an affair with men. She was she twenty-nine, been, and also apparently she yeah. uh, recently started a relationship with a man in San Francisco. Yeah, go for it, friends, love. According to friends, um, but Thelma Todd had uh, been at a party that was apparently thrown for her in her honour. The last time she was seen alive, but the last time she was seen alive, and the first time she was found, the time her body was found. Apparently, there's mm. a there's a good chunk of time there mm. that anything could have happened, uh, and it's really hard to piece together. Okay. okay. So when they say she was found in the car in the garage mm. of Roland West, yeah. she must have been locked out <coughs> of her apartment. That's why she went there. Couldn't get in there either, so she sat in her car because the car right. was being kept mm. in that garage. Mm-hmm. But her handbag was found in the car with her and in the handbag with the keys to her apartment holy shit okay wow and then you might be thinking oh well why would the coroner have any cause to lie well the coroner said she had been dead for about 12 hours yeah. A good friend of hers insists that she spoke to her on the phone within those 12 hours. Shit. Okay. And she's like, no, I know her. I know I, I know her. That was her on the phone. We spoke. It was her. There are a few sort of like things that we'll get into that um, could have ended up to her being murdered. But we have to decide right now, I think, was she murdered or did she die of carbon monoxide poisoning by being... I think... She, I defo murdered, mate. Defo. Murdered. Defo. 100%. Murdered because, because Yeah, absolutely. Because there's... Like, she... Even before you'd said that she was a smart woman, like, I, I've just seen photos of her. I'm like, she's not going to sit in a fucking car and turn on the... I'm just like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no fucking way. She's hot She got as got. Well. They got her, she's, mate. She's hot and smart. Uh, things like the broken ribs, they said she could have slipped on ice because it was December, but... We'll never know if there was any What? And she went, ow, my ribs are broken. Now to get in my car. She was a prestige. She hadn't been walking out on outside. Oh, gotcha. Um, So there's things like that. that Like, any time somebody comes up with another explanation, there's something to counter it. Completely, yeah, to counter it, right. Mm. Um, So we have to remember, her official cause of death was carbon monoxide poisoning. And then Mm -hmm. they closed the case. But the reason it persists is because there's all of these niggling little details and stuff. Right. Um, What little details, sorry, What, what, What kind of details? Oh, Chris! What? What? Chris! <laughs> Chris is being very pre-code right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. That's this a, blew my mind a bit because I, I knew about pre-code, but like 
I just think there's something really fascinating about you've got that five year grace period. Yeah. Of like of like discovering all this technology and before censorship stops yes. you. And it seems like a really creatively fertile era. Yeah, where people are just like, we'll just fucking do whatever and see what. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and al- and also, I kind of was I was kind of fascinated by not only people that could make the transition from silent films into talkies well. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. kind of also did it better, like like Thelma Tart. Like yeah. She was hired to look pretty, and then when she found out she could use her voice in acting, like she just turned out to be this amazing actor because she. W- She's got such a cool voice as well. Have you seen a lot of her films, then, Suze? Only. The only one I've seen of hers, and it's the only reason I know who she is, is Horse Feathers. Oh. Yeah, she did quite a few films, like with the Marx Brothers and stuff. She was in the original Maltese Falcon. Oh, shit. Ah, okay. So that's what I mean about how she could transcend genre. She was the one of the best comic actresses around, but she mm. could also do drama and uh, thriller and, and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Uh, she, was in, yeah. she was in Speak Easily, which was a, a, a rare talkie film with Buster Keaton. Didn't work for him. She was great in it. Oh, and she's in Monkey Business. They're, they're the only films I've seen her in. Another one of her famous films was called uh, Corsair. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's really cool. She's what a like, lady. She's she's not. She, she looks strong in every. Fo- she's so strong. She looks so yeah. strong. She looks she, strong in she, every photo. She's got like huge eyes, and proper thirties lips. She's also got. Can I say? And proud to be associated with you, Felma. She's got a strong nose. <laughs> Good girl. I reckon you could play it's... Thelma Todd. Okay, I will. Yeah. Let's write this movie. Um. <laughs> she's she's absolutely one of those people you'd see and you'd be like, yep, she knows how to handle she, herself. She's really cool. So she's in Monkey Business and Horse Feathers. My favourite performance of hers is in Horse Feathers, which these are both Marx Brothers films. I love the Marx yeah. Brothers, by the way. If I went on Mastermind, they would be my specialist subject. Uh, is that it's your? Uh, a weird one, isn't it? Because I don't talk about them that much. But if I was if if I was yeah. asked for a specialist subject, I would say the movies of the Marx Brothers. And in Horse Feathers, she plays this like crazy mole type and she is in love with groucho marx but she's also trying to scam him the whole time and it's fucking Whoa. great our oh, horse feathers is such a yeah. funny movie i've had a real hankering to watch films from the time we've been covering these oh yeah me too as you guys have been talking about it, i've been like Shit, she, she, films her, here i think my favorite thing i've seen her do is horse feathers but i recommend monkey business over that i think monkey business is such a funny movie i'd um uh, i'd recommend also seeking out the maltese falcon Ooh, yeah but there was a lot of actors oh, yeah. that were um that kind of like made their name in the pre-code era uh one of them was clark gable another one was jimmy cagney um uh, john wayne had a couple of bit parts in in some of the films yeah uh, including including i think oh. babyface ladies and gentlemen of that persuasion google young john wayne you're fucking welcome. Whoa. Oh, right, my right. goodness. Who knew? I'm not a looks girl, okay? For me, it's the character and personality but of someone that draws me in. And then I'm also like, young John Wayne would get it. Ah, <laughs> uh, 100%. Look at those cheekbones. He is beautiful. I'm wow. going to make another drink. Yeah, a, uh, a young John Wayne was in uh, was in Babyface. One of those oh, pre oh, films. Shit. The, uh, well, here's a really cool idea. Uh, we should do a community night where we watch one of these old films so good. on like Discord yeah. or something. So listeners, every Thursday night, we stream live on Twitch. You should come along. You yes. should uh, follow us, subscribe if you want, and then you can join our Discord and then maybe join us on a film night. Oh, yeah. We'll have a little community film night. Uh, That'd be good fun. It, um, the Twitch shows are always a lot of fun. 
and uh, they're steadily growing. They've been great. Here's, uh, here's Sue's back. I'm back with my cardinal. Shall we to taste it? Shall we sing the new theme song? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. come on! It's the new theme song. Here it is. Chris starts the thing off. Here Suze he goes. Sue isn't here anymore. What a shame. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's right, and now that's she's like, Chris's bit sounded sarcastic. <laughs> what a shame! <laughs> well, it was because you are here. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm still upset that nobody in the history of mystery, history of mystery on the rocks, has figured out what the tune is that I'm singing. <laughs> anyway, I did. I did when I yeah. when I was humming it, and then I sped it up, and I was like, and you were like, oh, that's so clever. Yeah, I'm it, it all out. Suze has raised a very good point that there's a mystery in our theme tune that no one's figured out. <laughs> no one's figured it out. I have never had anyone say, heard anyone say, oh, the theme tune's this. It's the same chord, same tune, it's just a slightly different rhythm, mm. fellas. I um, um, I'm going to taste a cardinal. So, list readers, this is ooh, dry vermouth instead of sweet vermouth. Dry vermouth, Campari, gin. Oh, here we go. Oh, it's quite nice. really nice. I thought, because Campari is quite bitter and gin is quite bitter, yeah. so I figured without the sweet vermouth it would be too much. It's lovely. It's got a tiny smoky flavour. Don't know how. So it's, ah. it's, it's gin, Campari and dry, dry vermouth. vermouth. Okay, That's I'm going right. to try one of those. And it's a cardinal. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah. cardinal with an E uh, on the end. Uh, right, where did we get to? Thelma Todd had, she, so she's died and then oh, we've had these, the, uh, 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 the police. Uh, of like, so my point was, she mm. um, was one of those actors that had struck gold in pre-code film. Kind of like, found her voice literally. Uh, mm. was one of the, was one of mm. the most celebrated actors in Hollywood. If you think about the other people that started at the same time that didn't get killed... Like she could have been one of the yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. there are I've like, never thought about yeah. this with her because I, I know sort of what went on with Thelma Todd. She could have been like Betty Davis. She had that very dry wit. If you're interested in the in the timeline, she was found on the morning of December the sixteenth, nineteen thirty five, which was a which okay. was a Monday. On the Saturday yeah. night, that was the last time she was seen alive. December the 14th. This is the party, party that was at the held. Trocadero, which was obviously a popular restaurant oh. in Hollywood. Um, the, um, party. the arcade in the centre of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Please believe it or not. At the, at the party, she apparently had a very a, a short but an angry confrontation with her ex-husband, Pat DeSico. Oh, shit. But oh, yeah. her friends were like she was in good spirits and enjoying the party. She was drinking freely. She was having a lot of three fingers of rye, which was her drink of choice. Three ah, fingers of rye. Um, three which is a, like a big old drink, three fingers of rye. Chris is still yeah, working that's a, it. That's it's a whiskey, and it's like Chris has got big old sausage fingers. I know, they're that's like, a, that's a hefty, and they're <laughs> red and bloated. No one's ever said I've got big sausage fingers, but what if they had? And what if I was really sensitive about it? Yeah, what if he was really um, insecure about his big sausage fingers? Yeah, what if I'm like, no one's ever noticed. Like, I'm really glad that we've managed to get this far into the second season of Mystery on the Rocks and they haven't noticed my giant hands. That you've got massive, like, like... um... (laughs) Great stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, Great content for our podcast and for life. (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> so she drank a lot of these really big drinks. She had a great time at the party despite an argument with her ex-husband. What was his name? Uh, Pat DeSico. The night of the party was the Saturday night. At the early hours of the 15th of December. So so like still the Which night of the, the party, Sunday morning. It's like really early on Sunday morning. She was driven home from the party by her chauffeur Ernest O Peters, which is Ernest Ernesto Ernest O Peters, Peters oh. not Ernesto Peters. Ah, oh, not um, Ernesto <laughs> Peters. And, uh, I thought you were just saying Ernesto funny. I was like, uh, oh, well, there we go. So there's about 24 hours to play with about the last time she was still alive and when she was found dead in the car in the garage. So she was probably last seen by uh, Ernest yeah. O. Yeah, but it begs the question. It begs right. the question. If she, if she was locked out of the apartment, he'd have known that. And and this is what I mean. So what, yeah, yeah. She would've, he would have wa- watched her go to the front door. She can't go in. And then he'd be like, right, okay, we'll go somewhere else. She could also just go to a hotel. She could just, like, she's rich. She was you know, still uh, apparently anyway. uh, wearing the party clothes when she was found. So she didn't Okay, okay. Oh, okay. So Pat DeSico, let's call him suspect number one, her ex-husband... Oh my God! I've googled him. He looks sinister. He was uh, oh an my agent. God. He was an agent uh, and a movie producer. He was a little bit younger than her, actually. Uh, yeah. And also, he was apparently uh, in the mob. Oh my God. Uh, he would brag about his underworld connections. He was a self-styled agent with underworld connections, is what he would say. And this is interesting. <laughs> he was a cousin of Albert R. Cubby Broccoli, who was ah, to produce. No way. The, yeah. The James Bond yeah. films. He was the Fuck one. Off. He was the cousin that gave Broccoli the nickname Cubby. Oh, really? Yeah. No oh, okay. way. Anyway, he married Thelma Todd in 1932. Oh. Uh, the marriage was unstable. They'd like lose their shit at each other, drunken brawls. Uh, I don't know why he, he is ended gorgeous. Up, I, uh, oh, my God. He ended up in a uh, uh, with a broken nose. Uh, yeah. And because of the violence towards her, Thelma Todd ended up having to have an emergency appendectomy. This is crazy. Whoa. I don't... Right. So, hand on heart, hand on heart. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Readers, I'm not a scientist. However, I don't believe that any form of violence would require someone to have their appendix removed. It sounds like she needed her appendix out, and she'd been having a drunken brawl with her husband. I um, ha- I looked yeah. at Pat DeSico, and my first thought was, I'm in love with him. <laughs> he's he's a good-looking man. It's not like, just that. He's a he bad looks man. like a pain in the ass. And I looked at him, and I was like, I would crawl over broken glass for you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they divorced in 1934. So they were married for two years. Uh, Obviously, then, the sex was amazing. Now it's over. Uh, they divorced in 1934. Then the following year, she died. Um, um, mm. In 1941, he remarried. Gloria Vanderbilt. Now the thing about uh, the thing about Gloria Vanderbilt is she was seventeen when they married. Oh God! What is it with men in the thirties and forties? Uh, he was thirty. Jesus Christ! He married Pat. a seventeen-year-old, and apparently, according to her, he used to beat her. Oh, Take her I head, bang against the wall, bad. black eyes, all of that, and they divorced oh. in nineteen forty-five. 
that that's Pat yeah. DeSico, uh alleged Dude. links to the underworlds and everything. Oh my god. Let's Pat. look at the other two uh that it could have been. Okay. So she was arguing with Pat at the party, and they're like they were having a big old fight. He was, yes, they had a big old fight that didn't last very long, and then um, and, and 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 then apparently she had a great time at the party, regardless. Right. Yeah. The other one was her, uh, the film director Roland West, who directed her in Corsair. Okay. His was the garage her car was in when she was the, ma- the married uh, director. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. That's him. Yeah. Uh, she was an absolute fox, and obviously smart and funny. You can see why. Uh, director who had a lot of power on set would go this is going to be hard this is going to be a tough nut to crack but then he cracked her hey hello look up Roland West they began having an affair shortly after meeting on a yachting excursion right uh, they didn't have that nicer relationship because apparently he was mm. controlling and possessive <laughs> he's a suspect as well there's in fact actually a conspiracy theory about how he did this some conspiracy buffs have suggested that within that day that 24 hour window uh, he murdered her on board his yacht. It's always a fucking boat, isn't it? Always <laughs> a fucking and yacht. Then, and then and then planted her body in the, in her own car in the garage to be found later and staged it to look like she'd done the carbon monoxide thing. Well, I I definitely think that she had died, definitely on the Sunday, at some point because she's still in her her party clothes. Absolutely. Right? Oh, Chris from the off, it doesn't sound like she killed herself. Uh, it sounds like she'd rather not that she would have done this, but she'd rather go to the press and say this is what men are fucking like before she'd kill herself. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He uh, he never his career never recovered from being linked to this because again this Bloody is another hell. Hollywood scandal. Yeah. Yeah. He never really recovered from this, so he's he's suspect number two. Suspect number mm. three is uh, the woman he was married to at the time, who was an actor called Jewel Carmen. Oh, that's Jewel a good name, Carmen. isn't it? That's a that's a good Hollywood name. Mm-hmm. She was married to uh, to Roland West at the time. She'd been in uh, D.W. Griffith's Intolerance. She'd been oh. in uh, A Tale of Two Cities, American Aristocracy. She was also in the 1917 adaptation of Les Miserables. Oh, mm. and she went. Every says there's a dagger in me. <laughs> That's from 1985. Series, but. Ah, she looks like the sort of woman who plays ghosts. What was her movies. name? Jewel. Jewel. Jewel Carmen. Carmen. She's very pretty, but like definitely a ghost, a ghost woman. <laughs> if you know oh, what I mean. Just I see. Got like quite ethereal sort of face. Jewel. You know. She divorced. They divorced. Roland Weston. Uh, Jewel divorced after the death. But of course, she was also linked heavily as well so oh, yeah. she, her film career never really re- recovered and she ended right. up living the rest of her life outside the public eye she just looks like brunette Thelma Todd <laughs> anyway there is something interesting here which is again this doesn't necessarily mean that she was lying or anything but the the coroner who said that Thelma Todd had been dead for at least 12 hours and then mm. a friend of Thelma Todd said oh no I spoke to her on the phone Jewel mm. Carmen also said she'd seen her Alive after the coroner had said oh. Thelma Todd had died. Shit. So either that means Carmen was Carmen did it and was lying, or mm. somebody else did it. Carmen's telling the truth, and the coroner has deliberately given the wrong time of information. Day. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Because I, it's the part of it is the party clothes and the and the and the car. Mm. Those two things just feel so like. 
you know, she doesn't strike me as a woman who'd just be like, she doesn't, you know, she'd just come home and just be like, lay around in her clothes all day and then like go and kill herself. That just, mm. no, she's not this person. It feels a little bit like she, she probably, she probably got it when she got right in, like, uh, like uh, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Yeah. Not from the back of the head, but you know what I mean? Like she got in and somebody was just like, right, whacked her right there <laughs> and then shoved her in the, shoved her in the, in the car because, and then pointed it at the director, the other director guy. That's right. When it was fucking, he did it because it strikes me as so odd that she, maybe all fucking three of them did it. They oh, all just God. got together and um, they were like, right, let's fucking... Did, were they, did, they, did they know each other? Were they friends? Uh, or? Well, I, I suppose, like, first of all, they would have known Pat because he was married at one time to Thelma. Mm. So things like that mm. would have... Uh, they'd, 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 they'd have known each other. So And I'm in love with him. With? Mm. <laughs> I mean, career jealousy is a hell of a, is yeah. a, hell of a thing. And also though. romantic jealousy as well because yeah. she had just started a new relationship, according to a friend, with a man in San Francisco. And if Roland West was the kind of man that was possessive and controlling, even though he was already married to Jewel Carmen, yes, they they did get divorced a year after. Maybe they were already separated, keeping up appearances. Maybe they did nothing but fight about Thelma Todd, and it was all down to his ego because she started a relationship with a cool guy. Yeah. Like a cool single guy. Yeah, poor this guy in San Francisco, you know? Mm-hmm. I imagine he was like not even a film star. He's just like a regular dude. Yeah. He just like owns a hardware store, and he's just a really nice. Oh, like he'd been guy. one of the people that had uh, uh, been like a supplier to the cafe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's and like, she's just... twenty eight, twenty nine. She's like, do you know what? He makes me laugh. He's fucking great. He doesn't. He doesn't revere me, but also he loves what I get he's up to. He's down to earth. He's and down to earth. He you know? is down to earth and he looks like a regular guy and I can see myself with him for the rest of my life. And she's like, I'm in love with him. And director man who's married is just like, no. With all of that, that's the timeline. Those are the, those yeah. are the suspects. But there is also suspects, there yeah. is also another suspect because, mm-hmm. uh, and this is, this is from the LA Times article at the time. Yeah. Three months, within three months before she died, uh, she had been sent a series of letters extorting her for ten thousand oh. dollars pay ten thousand dollars or die what? pay ten thousand dollars or die bloody hell and they were signed by uh somebody calling themselves the ace of hearts well wow, uh, what a classy 1930s name uh, the ace of hearts see <laughs> i call myself under all, after all the suits so yeah. um uh, so that's the that's suspect number four the ace of that's hearts that's definitely someone who, who writes is. those uh with a quill and is wearing a cape as he's writing them by <laughs> candlelight <laughs> And he's like sat at, a, sat at a writing desk, like the leaning writing desk. I'm wanking like, as yeah, I write this. That's <laughs> another big trait. Th- I, th- I think that's the top lines of, of everything. Um, okay. But Whoa. the thing that's so, the, the stuff that's weird is, is that, oh, maybe she got locked out of the apartment. No, keys were in the bag. No. Maybe yeah. uh, maybe she slipped and fell on the ice and that's why she got all of the, uh, uh, all, all of the bruises. The bruises and uh, the... Um, no, because her shoes lips. were absolutely pristine. Um, yeah. oh, well, maybe she only put the, the engine on to keep warm. No, she would have known that would have killed her. Um, oh, well, maybe, she, maybe she killed herself then. Uh, and I know you no. can't say what's going on in someone's head. I know you can't mm-hmm. say that. Um, however, there didn't seem to be any reason for it to. And it's like Sue said, if it was to do with these uh, uh, affairs, she'd have, mm. uh, she'd have owned them. Yeah, and it's what well, we're talking about 85 years later. Yeah. And there's no... There's never a revelatory source. No. No. Uh, 
There's no like case that's going to be open that says like, well, actually, mm-hmm. what happened was. Mm-hmm. I think it's director, director guy. He's in waiting at her house, jealous of the San Francisco man. Mm-hmm. Punches her in the ribs and in the face. She falls back, hits her head, cracks her head, dies. Doesn't he's like shit. Right, okay. Yeah. Picks her up. That's why her shoes aren't pristine. Walks up to her house because it's just around the corner. Punks her in the car. Turns it on and goes, right, people just think that she had a fight. That's it. That's a thing. good explanation. Very uh, good. You see, I was leaning towards the ex-husband, Pat Seco, who had violent tendencies borne out by his subsequent wife. Uh, Pat Seco sounds like he has links to the mob. Um, <laughs> I know the fucking mob. I know okay? them. You know what? I serve drinks for them. No, Pat Seco, it's not just because of his name, obviously. From his history, that he would hang around with the mob. Yeah. yeah. And also, he was a cousin of uh, Kobe Broccoli, who also exactly. had friends in the mob. Exactly. So, I think it's... I think he probably played up those connections. I think he probably... I bet. Uh, yeah. but, but he could also probably call in maybe some favours. Mm. If he killed somebody, mm-hmm. say his ex-wife, Thelma Todd, after an altercation at a party. Uh, maybe he was the ace of hearts and she saw through it and she was like, I'm not going to pay $10,000. Uh, Absolutely. Why, she why don't you take off your mask? Huh? You always wear that when you have sex with me, and I hate it. It's disgusting. <laughs> see, I don't know about uh, so much. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're the ass of holes, uh, and I can say <laughs> that. I can say that because it's pre-code, motherfucker. I can say what I fucking like, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think um, that that's about everything. There's something definitely fishy going on because where mm-hmm. did what, where did she go in that day from the last time she was seen alive to the time she was found dead? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. was she found not that far from her own apartment that she could get into? Uh, I know it was her car in somebody else's garage, but she had yeah. keys to get into her own apartment. Nothing yeah. was stolen. She had nothing stolen off her, no jewelry or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's it's all totally strange and then people saying they saw her alive after the coroner said she was dead but that doesn't and yeah, two, two independent weird. people say that but yeah yeah that she was alive afterwards so you know i'm i think she was murdered yeah definitely oh, i reckon absolutely absolutely and also I just think, think about if she hadn't been like what could have been she could have still had agree, a career in the 60s agree. and the 70s she could have been like the matriarch of hollywood like do you, know you know look what at the man? career betty davis had like betty davis was still acting in the whales of august which is a film is that what it's called it's a 1987 movie if i've got Whoa. the title right yeah 1987 1987 movie so it's Betty Davis and Lillian Gish. Oh, yeah. Lillian Gish at the time was in her fucking 90s. And her, it's her and Betty Davis playing sisters. Uh, neither of them were nominated for Oscars, but it, there was talk that they would be. That's how fucking crazy this movie was. But they play these two aging women, you know. Thelma uh, hmm. Todd could have been one of those. Yeah, Thelma <laughs> Todd was only three years older than Betty Davis. Yes. She could have been that. She could have, you know, had and that genuinely, moment. like, if you haven't seen Monkey Business, go fucking watch it. It's fucking great. She's awesome in it. She's not your traditional female role in a comedy movie in the thirties. She's mm. so great. The Marx Brothers yeah. are 
amazing. They're for me, they're the pinnacle of early film it's comedy. Probably, arguably, not even a female role in a comedy film now. Similar to to her. Oh my god! You know, yeah, they're would, they're few and far between. Say. Anyway, would you like to hear my theory? Yeah, love to. Yeah, what is it? Okay, so what I've got here is some old archive music from the mid thirties. Oh, I love these. I love how you keep finding. Yeah. Them. Yeah. I know. I just have. Did you go to like a car boot sale and just get a box from them? I I trawl these uh, sort of sales where I'll find this stuff. This was purchased on Reel to Reel. We ooh. all know what Reel to Reel is, yeah? Don't we, readers? Reel to Reel tape. I had to buy a specialist bit of equipment to play it. It is a song about what happened to Thelma Todd. Do you want to know who it's by? Who's it by? Who's it by? Almonds and Champagne. Wow. They apparently only wrote songs about scandals and deaths from those days. Well, Almonds and Champagne, weren't they the famous successors to um, Thelma Todd's double act? They were. Yeah, wasn't it? So uh, so she was Pitts and Todd. Mm -hmm. Pitts and Todd, followed by Almonds and and Champagne. Champagne, yeah. Zazu Pitts and Thelma Todd were replaced by Almonds and Champagne. Almonds and Champagne, their whole thing, like, obviously, we all know this, of course, I'm, you know, don't teach your grandmothers suck eggs, but their fourth (laughs) album was called uh, Postcode. Uh, We know this, we know this. So, you know, they played the game. But yeah, they wrote a song about what happened to Thelma Todd, and here it is. Hey, Almonds. Did you hear about Thelma Todd? I sure did, Champagne. Shall we go to the bottom of this? I think we can. (laughs) She's sexy and smart Can play any part It's Thelma Todd she died at 29 And nobody knows why Oh, wow, wow. That's, That's odd. odd She died in last night's party clothes She had a really good, strong Shut up. It was obviously a murder 
Just one big drinking game drinking gone wrong. Gone wrong. It ate her up. Hollywood killed, killed her. Thelma Todd. Too soon you were gone. Too soon you were gone. I still think it was Pat DeSico. Champagne, shut up. Wow. That is it. That is the song. That was fucking that is excellent. Wow, wow, wow. Really enjoying how this is turning into a, a, a history series as well as a mystery. Yeah. I heard a great History and Mysteries. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible name for the show. In a, in a, <laughs> <laughs> together in a, in a cocktail of histories and m- mysteries. They're coming together and they're shaking it up. And uh, Masood has now been fired for writing intros. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's that about does her. Um, watch. Uh, well, look, you can find us on Thursday um, on Twitch.tv slash Mister on the Rocks. Yeah, that's uh, eight PM on a Thursday. And Suze? hello. You're, you're, <laughs> what? You're. What are you doing? You you. I'm you just having. I had a cardinal, and yeah, probably go to bed soon. All right. Half eight. You know what? I'm, you're not gonna play. Oh, I see. I see what you're going for. Hello. Do you like stuff? Good. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Suze Kempner. All one word. S O O Z Kempner. Chris. Uh, I'm also on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes. Yeah. Yes. You can find us on Mr. on the Rocks, uh, spell R O X, on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. And like I mentioned before, Excellent you can give us an email, Mr. on the Rocks at gmail.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitch, Masood.my. Oh, wait, twitch.tv slash Masood Milas. Yeah, fucking yeah. And yeah, catch us on Thursday. Join our live streams. They're really fun, and we're not just saying it, we're telling Leave the a- truth. Leave a review on iTunes or does Spotify even do reviews? I don't know, but no. wherever you listen to podcasts, if you can leave a review. Yes, leave a review. Too. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.